Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host. Rob Radford. All right, we always like talking about pitchers who go from one organization to the other and maybe do something differently, and that maybe helps them. We've done a lot of that with the Rays. We've done a lot of that with the Dodgers. Done a little bit of it with the Astros, with Verlander. And today I'm going to talk to somebody who left the Dodgers, and just before he left the Dodgers, he found a new pitch. And then once he got to his new team, he refined his new pitch and he feels really good about it. Now, Nick Robertson was the uh, seventh-round pick back in 2019, which if he waited another year, he would not have been drafted because there was no seventh round. So you have a guy who pitched in nine major league games for the Dodgers before being traded over to the Red Sox for Kike, in the Kike Hernandez trade. He gets to the Red Sox, spent most of his time now in AAA, but now with a big league club, has pitched in three games, has looked really good, and the reason, one of the reasons he's looked really good, he reveals on this baseball isn't boring on the go, which is he, he revamped his slider. And that doesn't sound that big a deal, but it can make a huge, huge difference. And this is why we find this sort of fascinating. You go from what you, you do a little of this, a little of that, and then boom. We just had on Robert Stevenson. I mean, like, is there a better example of that? We had on Deakman. Is there a better example? Obviously, the Brazier story going away for 10 days, learning a cutter, then becoming dominant. But in this case, we, we have yet to see if this is actually going to take root. But still, it's interesting to see, to track it anyway. We're going to give you something ahead of the curve. We're going to give you the preemptive strike when Nick just takes off. You're welcome. All right, here you go. Here's a baseball isn't boring on the go with Nick Robertson. So I'm always interested. We've done a lot this year on players going from teams, pitchers going from one team to another. You know, a lot of examples, guys going to Rays, 
guys going to Dodgers, guys coming, you're coming from the Dodgers. So, for you, for your perspective, like, what is, first of all, what is it like being pitching for the Dodgers? And then, what is it like now you're with the Red Sox? Like, what is it like and is it different at all? Uh, yeah, you know, it was awesome to be able to get caught up to LA and be able to play in Dodger Stadium. I think it's uh, very similar to here, you know, two historic organizations that I've gotten to play for. And other than that, there's not really many differences. It's pretty similar from what I've seen so, so far. So even so, like, I, well, what I hear about with the Dodgers, like we had I had Ryan Brazier on, right? Joe Kelly wrote a book. And they're like, okay, when you get there, they say, okay, we see this and we want you to use this this pitch and we want you to do this more yeah is that for you was that accurate i know that you were them for more than you weren't just swooping in you were with them for a little bit but yeah i mean definitely throughout the uh my minor league career with them there was a lot of that like you do this really well we want to see you do this more and then once i came over here it was kind of the same thing you know we added a couple new things to help out a little bit but Overall, it's just like identifying what you're good at and being able to use that. So, what was the thing going back to when the Dodgers did it the first time? What was that thing? Um, I just started using my changeup a lot more. Okay. And then, because I was really fastball heavy coming from college, and then developed a pretty good changeup, and I started using that pretty often. And now it's just refining the changeup and working on the slider. Okay. So they say throw the changeup more. And like, like I said, is it to an extreme? Like where it's more is relative, right? Right. It can be like, okay, I throw it once now, I've thrown it twice. Right. But is it significantly, was it significantly more? Like, say, okay, we see you have a good fastball, we see you have a good slider, but really we want the changeup being thrown almost as much as the other things? Yeah, so I think the year that I started throwing it more often at the beginning of the year was at like 65, 70% fastball usage. And the changeup is probably around 10%, maybe. Okay. So it's definitely like raising that up to about 30-40% getting that fastball to drop down to 40 or 50%. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. So what year was that? Uh, that was twenty, the end of 21 and 22. Okay. So really like semi-recent. So last year you went, you were more change-up heavy. You come in this year, was there anything this year at all that they wanted you to change? Or did they say, just keep doing sort of what you started doing the year before? Yeah, it was a lot of that. I think the biggest thing for me this year was just working on the running game and trying to figure out how to be able to be quick to the plate but still execute pitches. Mm. Were you so, running on it a lot? I don't even know. Uh, th- last year, yeah. yeah. I think our double-A uh, team led the minors in stolen bases given up. So, But uh, that was a big point of focus for the offseason. And then the rules, now you have the rules, and so now you're like, okay, I, I, we, have to, exactly. we have to correct this. We knew the rules were coming up on us, so we're like, okay, more people are going to be taking off and still more bases, so we really got to. So that was really like, the for this year, that was a focus for you, huh? Mm-hmm. That seems like a weird thing. It's a weird thing to focus on, yeah. but, you know, it can it can save some rounds. So, so. what are you, what are you holding, quicker delivery? Uh, just different hold patterns, yeah. different looks with guys on second, and then for the most part, whenever somebody gets on base, like just incorporating a slide step so that way they know that you can be quick to the plate and we use it. And did you do it? Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the year, I was basically all out of slide step. Oh, really? Yeah. The past couple of weeks, I've gone back to just the normal leg lift and when somebody gets on, going out of slide step. Okay, so you're used to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we go to your traded. Mm-hmm. 
and you get to the Red Sox. And I know that they don't want to throw a lot at you, right? This is yeah. the thing, like we say. Although, again, I t- talk about the Brazier thing where they sent him to Arizona for 10 days to learn a cutter. You know, so right. that's an extreme. Right. But when you get here, what was the thing? What were the conversations like? Um, definitely, like you said, like the first couple of weeks I was here, is kind of just like, all right, we want to watch and like, we know what you've done well we want to see how that keeps working for you and then after that it's just trying to figure out how I can refine my arsenal and I added a new slider since you've been here yeah oh, nice. I learned it the for, I was learning it the first week or the week before I got traded okay and then so it's pretty much been all developed since I've been here okay and then do you tell them that do you say hey I've been working on this new slider yeah when uh, they asked about it I told him I'd switch from what I was throwing at the beginning of the year. Okay. And then, so they just been helping me work on that. So I have to ask because I like this sort of thing. We'll get you on Pitching Ninja. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, tell me about the new slider. Because you know, I know that the, um, uh, who was it? Well, last year, like I started Austin Davis about, you know, everyone talks about the sweeper, right? And we had Richard Blyer in here earlier in the year. He's like, sweeper, that's not a thing. It's just, you know, everyone's doing that. Right. So just tell me a little bit about what this is. Okay, so the old slider was more like the bullet slider. And I was trying to get depth out of it because my changeup had more horizontal. But this year, at the beginning of the year, my changeup had more depth. So I felt like I needed something with a little more horizontal to go away from righties and into lefties. And so I was trying to, we were trying to figure out what would be better, like a harder slider, almost like a cutter or like a sweeper. And I started with the sweeper, and it's been working out for me. Oh, so it is, the, it is the sweeper. Yeah. Same, so different grip? Uh, slightly different grip, yeah. Okay. And who, when you decide that, I'm also interested in this, is there someone who says, hey, you should try this? Yeah, so when I first started learning, I was talking to the assistant pitching coach in LA. Okay. And then I was asking him, like, what he thought would be best. What's his name? Connor McGinnis. Okay, was that the guy who was the, the clear fuego guy? The clean fuego guy, Clean yeah, fuego, right. the guy who made Joe throw it through the window. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but uh, I was talking to him, and I didn't really know if I could throw a sweeper just because I'm a little more over the top than most people throw it. But he was saying, like, with my arm path and the way everything finishes, like, I could still do it. Okay. So it's just kind of, like, working on the grip, figuring out the release points with it. So this is, like, this is a new thing. I mean, yeah. And, but, you know, I watched you as we sit here talking. I watched it, like, it looked good to me. Um, how much better is it when when you got the air and you say, hey, I've been working on this. I want to keep working on this. They're like, that's cool. I would imagine they said, oh, that's cool. Yeah. They just, uh, when I first started working on it, it wasn't moving that much horizontally. Yeah. But then when I tweaked the grip a little bit and was working on it in Worcester, got a little more horizontal to it, which is helped. Okay. So how much better is it now than when you first got here? I'll, obviously, like you said, it's, it was a week old. Yeah. I mean, it's it's way better now. Yeah. Just uh, still working on getting it consistent and being able to land in the zone. How much, so, like we say, okay, we get the change. How much, is this a slider now that where you think I'm going to throw this significantly more? Uh, probably. Yeah. Probably, definitely more to righties, still trying to figure out how good of a weapon it is against lefties. Yeah. But definitely be like, raise the use, or lower the usage of the changeup against the righties with the new slider. And, and you can see hitters' reaction. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's right. That's, it's a good thing. That's so right. this is what, you know, this is, again, this is where we we come to, right? Right. It's that's like right. sometimes, and this is, and a lot of times, it's interesting because a lot of times it's after looking at analytics, right, or looking at video, whatever, and you're just like, 
you know, I think that this would work. Or your Connor said, I think this would work. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing is, like, obviously everybody wants to throw a good pitch that looks good analytically, but if I can't land it in the zone and I can't get people to swing at it, then it's how good of a pitch is it really. Yeah. But if I can find something that's consistent to get in the zone and get swings whenever I'm ahead and counts, and that's what I'm looking so, for. So this in synopsis, like, so if, if when people say, hey, you know what, Nick's looked really good since he came to the Red Sox, you would say, well, it's primarily because, I mean, it's, a lot, it's not things, but it's because of this, you would say. Uh, I would say it's definitely helped. I wouldn't yeah. say it's primarily because of that, but I think being able to have a third pitch that I can rely on definitely helps. Right, okay. Last thing. What is This is a question I've been asking people and getting weird answers. What is the weirdest thing you have ever signed? The weirdest thing I've ever signed? Want some examples of what we got? Um, Toasters, prosthetic limbs, socks. I don't know. I, get, I think the weirdest thing is probably a sock. Oh, this is our second sock. Yeah, when I was in, it's either when I was in Double A or in Triple A last year. Like somebody asked for a signed sock, and I was like, okay, that's strange, but it's I mean, a hard thing to sign. Man. Yeah, if that's what you want, I guess. <laughs> it's our second sock. All right, thank you. Thanks. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I, uh, I look over at my dad, and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.